Hello, you guys. Welcome or welcome back to my podcast. I hope everyone is having an amazing day. I'm having a little Sunday reset. I'm in love with my Sunday resets. Just in general, I think Sundays are my favorite, especially Sunday mornings because I have a ritual. I like to wake up in the morning and go get a coffee with my husband. I almost always make my coffee at home and that's like a new thing. I've been loving making my coffee at home just because I know exactly how I like it. I know how much milk I want in it. I know how many shots of espresso. I've nailed my at-home recipe and it's basically a double shot espresso basic and then i like to add some unsweetened vanilla almond milk and some creamer i like caramel creamer it adds some sort of sweetness that i really like and i've been really into hot coffees lately but today i was walking with my husband it was really hot out it was actually super hot i was like why am i wearing you know a sweatshirt i should be in a tank top but i got a nice coffee i always regret it i swear hot coffees just hit different especially when it's like december it doesn't matter what the weather but you just want a hot coffee but anyways and then i like to go home and i I usually like FaceTime my family and my friends. And then I like to do a Sunday reset where I clean every inch of my house, always starting with the kitchen, then the living room, wipe every surface. I then like to vacuum. I like to mop. Then the bathroom, which is my least favorite. I don't know why. I just hate cleaning the bathroom. But yeah, I love my Sunday resets. I do all of my laundry. Like this is the one day I do all of my laundry. I change my bed sheets every Sunday. I wash all of my towels that I've used and then do all of my laundry as well. And then at night, because there's a new night. 90 Day Fiance that comes out. My husband and I love to watch 90 Day Fiance while we fold the clothes and it's just my ritual and I love it. I had a little bit of work today this afternoon. I usually don't have like meetings on Sunday but I had a very short meeting around midday and then big big news. I got my first car. I can't believe I finally have a car. It feels surreal. I feel like I've been in this driving journey since forever and just to have my own car is amazing and I want to give a big big thank you to you guys because obviously if it was for you i wouldn't be able to get a car thank you for supporting me thank you for supporting me on tiktok and instagram and just listening to me talk my nonsense for like 20 minutes every week thank you from the bottom of my heart i'll never ever ever take it for granted and you are my absolute world so thank you thank you thank you i was literally bawling my eyes out crying i was so so happy and i know for some people it's just like whatever it's a car but for me it means a lot and it's my first car and i'm just like so proud to be able to do this on my own and get exactly what i wanted although i literally drive like somebody's on like I drive like a grandma. I'm so scared. I'm always going so slow. I don't know how to get over it. If you have any tips, please, please let me know because I am desperate for some tips. I'm just always scared. I drive like an auntie. I drive super slow. Oh my God, I went to TJ Maxx today and it was so busy and I thought I was going to find parking outside and I didn't. And I had to go into the huge parking lot and it was so hectic and I was really stressed. I didn't park perfectly. Like my wheel was on the line and I felt so panicked because obviously if someone parks next to me, they're not going to be as comfortable to walk in and out of the car and that gave me major anxiety but it was so busy that I couldn't reverse and park perfectly so I was like okay it's fine because there were also other spots available around me but when I was coming back I saw someone trying to park right next to me meaning they would be a little bit squeezed so I was like okay I'm gonna wait till he leaves his car so he doesn't shout at me for parking like on the line so I'm like waiting in the corner waiting for him to come out of his car he parks squeezes out of the car like I could tell he's pissed I could tell that he didn't like squeezing he wanted to be comfortable and he had to squeeze for me because I am a dumbass. Anyways, after he leaves, I like make sure he's like downstairs and I walk back to my car. Then as I'm about to leave, he comes back and I'm like, 
oh my god oh my god and he's like you could tell he's a, like a little bit of a karen as he should because i did like park a little bit on the line he was just like going off at me and i was like i'm so sorry sir i'm so sorry and i'm like reversing to leave and then someone is waiting to park behind me which is so stressful you guys know if you drive you know how stressful it is when someone's waiting to park in your spot and you're just kind of like on the spot you have to like leave perfectly anyways we made it happen and everything was perfect but there's definitely some moments where i do feel a bit stressed and of course with practice I'm just going to keep practicing every single day until I'm really good being extra cautious going slow practicing as much as I can because I really do want to be a good driver and I have my driver's license from the UK and they're really strict there like a 30% of the people pass in my test center it's like really really strict so I know I have a good foundation I just need to practice even more because there's different rules here and different everything until I finally nail it so yeah I'm like pushing myself to do short drives every single day just to get the hang of it if you've been through what I'm talking about like just the beginning of like driving around and getting the hang of it please message me because i need someone to talk to anyways let's get straight into today's episode enough of me blabbering about my driving chronicles that nobody cares about i thought i'd answer some more questions because these are my favorite episodes to record and as you guys know i always start with the first question i see and this is how do you deal with friends drama i'm not sure if i've spoken about this i probably have because it's just such a big topic in a girl's life like friendship drama and like how to distance yourself from a friend that's toxic and not the best for you and it's so so hard like some friendship breakups are harder than like relationship breakups and i stand by that but i do think having strong boundaries when it comes to friendships is very very important and not letting someone walk all over you and it has happened to pretty much everyone and it's part of life my main thing is like slowly distancing myself if i feel someone is not great for me and i will never ever speak poorly about that person because i just think that's like bad energy bad juju you don't want to put it out there and also if that friend ever told you some secrets if they confide in you about something very personal about their life my number one thing is never ever talk about that with someone else even if they weren't loyal to you even if they weren't the best friend to you that's not who you are that is not your heart even if they did you wrong that doesn't mean you're going to do them wrong back your heart is going to remain pure you're just going to deal with it with class and just like distance yourself slowly from them and just don't mention them again even if it's with girls that i haven't spoken to in years and we're not friends anymore their secrets i'm taking them to my grave and i take that stuff very seriously their business is none of my business let them do and say whatever they want it's a reflection of them not reflection of you what are your top three makeup products at the moment number one i think my favorite is the hourglass concealer my shade is cotton and i swear this concealer is going to make your under eyes look flawless it's so creamy and so amazing it blends like an actual dream and it just makes my makeup look so flawless at all times and i really really like it if you're looking for an amazing pigmented blush patrick ta has amazing blushes they're so pigmented my favorite is she's giving and it's perfection it stays on for hours it's an amazing blush i think it's my favorite product of any of the stuff he makes then the last one has to be the laura mercier liquid highlighter if you're going to add anything in your christmas list let it be that it is so amazing because it makes your makeup look like skin which is what we want and the way i like to use it is after my makeup is like fully done and i've applied all of my powders and liquids and all that at the end i like to apply some of the liquid highlighter on like the high points of my face and then i like to blend it set my face because it's liquid and it's on top of the powder it just like 
makes your makeup look like skin. You look like you're glowing from the inside out. You look amazing. It's my favorite, favorite liquid highlighter at the moment. I have it in three different shades. I swear by it. You will love it. The one size mascara is also amazing. It's been my new go-to because it actually makes my lashes look like fake eyelashes and we love that. The Charlotte Tilbury setting powder is the best setting powder I think that exists. I've hit pan. I really need to go buy a new one. They are my favorite powders ever. I know you said three products, but I'm just like thinking about my favorite products that I need to put you guys on. I actually just tried the Kylie Jenner lip liners and they're so good. I think she's like rebranding her whole brand because I think Kylie Jenner Cosmetics used to be like really cheesy and just kind of like for teenagers. And I think she's rebranding everything because those new lip liners, they're better than the Makeup Forever ones. And they're kind of similar. It's like a pencil lip liner, which I think is the best lip liner ever. I tried them yesterday. I was amazed. It's on my lips right now. And it's definitely going to be a staple. You know, when you try something on and you're like, this is going to be my new favorite lip liner. That's how I feel about them. Another thing that I can live without is my corner lashes. I'm such a lash girl. I love lashes. And my favorite ones are Kiss Dawn. And I like to cut them in the middle and then use the outer half. They make your eyes look so amazing and sexy and seductive. And they give you this amazing cat eye. And I love them. Also, I feel like half lashes are so much easier to put on and off. So they've been my go-to for literally a year now. And I love them. They're so easy to put on and off. What treatment Botox filler do you get regularly? Just an FYI. I am 26 at the moment. I had previously gotten lip filler and I think I got lip filler. I was really young. I was like, I was like 20 years old when I got lip filler. It was the whole thing when Kylie had lip filler and everyone wanted big lips. And I was like, I want big lips. It's going to solve like all my issues. I'm going to be pretty well wrong. And I mean, it looked cute the first like month. And then I feel like when you're young, you just go down this rabbit hole where you want more and more and more. I feel like I overdid it 100%, but at that moment, you can't see it unless you're past that phase in your life. Like looking back at some photos and videos, I'm like, this does not look right. And I've had four sessions of trying to remove my lip filler and you just have to keep going back and back and back. It's not as painful as people make it out to be. I think it's like the same pain as getting your lip filler. So I definitely did not like my lip filler experience and I don't think Think I would ever get my lips done again. I am kind of traumatized. I do not think it looks good on me at all. I think I now look a lot better. And if you're thinking about getting lip filler, please, please, please think about it again and just try and do the least amount possible, at least to start with and see how you feel about it. Because I definitely regret getting my lips done and I would not do it again ever. And that is the only type of filler I've ever gotten in my life. I haven't done anything else on my face filler wise. I got married in May and prepared Preparing for that, I did try Botox on my forehead and that was fine and I would probably do it again for sure because I do have a wrinkly forehead, but I'm also not rushing to get it done. Like I'm not like checking when can I get it done next. I'm definitely going to wait maybe until the summer, but then again, if you don't have wrinkles, definitely don't do it. I feel like fillers are very 2019. No one really dabbles with them anymore and that is my advice. Stay away from all that stuff. But of course, I feel like when I'm like 40, I'll definitely get Botox regularly and all that stuff like I want to stay up to date. As far as treatments go, I do like to get one facial every single month. I feel like 
like a hydrating facial or hydra facial is amazing for your skin and that is pretty much it when it comes to treatments like gua sha every day at home but it's just my personal preference i know a lot of girls who get a lot of filler and botox and they look incredible amazing so hot so at the end of the day do whatever makes you happy and whatever you think you look best this is such an amazing question but it's what's your favorite thing about life right now it is just so sweet i feel like we have so many things to be thankful for every single day and it's the boring days that are the best boring simple days are my favorite my mom always said thank god for the boring days so my favorite thing about life right now are the boring days and also that i feel really peaceful i'm at a really peaceful stage of my life right now where i like to surround myself with love and amazing people and my husband days at the beach are my favorite where we just walk around and go get tacos waking up in the morning and grabbing coffee and then stressing about driving those are the good days favorite thing about life right now is everything what to look for in a good friend another good question i look for warmness i love meeting someone and they give me this warm fuzzy feeling i love a warm person with a warm smile i love a smiley person and then someone who's going to be loyal to you someone who doesn't require a lot of like attention maintenance like a friendship that's just chill i feel like that's so important like you could go a couple weeks like three weeks without seeing each other and it's okay someone that when you see them you pick up right where you left off someone that's easy to be around like you could be on your phones next to each other and you don't have to say a word and you're having fun but also someone who's down for the adventure who's down to do the same things as you also a friend that's in the same stage in their life as you like i don't know if i could be bffs with someone who just likes to go clubbing every single night just because that's like not what i do at all someone whose definition of fun is similar to your definition of fun someone who's sweet who's caring and a girl's girl it is so important to find a girl's girl and there's so many girls out there that i feel like they're not girls girls and you don't need a lot of friends in life you need your core three five people that you know you can trust that you know no matter what you can call them and they're going to be there for you and they're going to help you feel better and it doesn't matter how far or how close they live to you you just need to have your people and that is all that matters i feel like when we were young the main thing was having as many friends as possible and being as popular as possible but that's all bullshit and it doesn't matter i'd literally rather have five friends than like a hundred that are now my good friends you know which object are you the most emotionally attached to i try to not be emotionally attached to things and i know it's hard but i think it's important to know that if everything was stripped away from you you will be okay because who you are is not what you have not what you own it's in your heart it's in your soul and understanding that and fully coming to terms with that i feel like is so important but of course we all have some things that if we were to lose knock on wood we would be devastated for me it has to be my engagement ring obviously because it also costs a lot of money and it's so dear to my heart i love it it symbolizes my marriage it symbolizes the person that i'm with and it's very sentimental and i want to pass it down to my daughter or son or whatever one day i love it i have like a little ring dish next to my bed just for my engagement ring and sometimes in the middle of the night like i'll wake up like so scared like like where's my ring and i just like look at it and then i go back to bed or if i'm washing the dishes i like leave my ring in the ring dish and then in the middle of me washing my dishes i'm like oh my god like i totally lost it i didn't leave it in the ring dish and then like i run in the bedroom with like hands full of soap just to look at it like in the ring dish so that is definitely my most sentimental object i think so many people are asking about my workout routine and i filmed some workout routines on tiktok and i can do some more if you guys want some more but i just like to move my body three to four times a week if it's a good week i'm also the type of person who if i'm not feeling like working out that i'm not going to work out i'm not going to push my body to do something i don't want to do i think that's very important listening to your body like if i'm on my period and i'm feeling like crap and i don't want to leave the bed then i'm not gonna get up and go do a workout that i'm not feeling 
So keep that in mind. And then I like to do a mix of cardio, weights, and Pilates. I feel like that combination is the best combination for my body personally. My go-to workout, and this is what I do most of the days, is I like to start with some abs. Um, I love doing abs. And then I move on to 30 minutes of Stairmaster. And then I'll stretch for like 10 minutes. And then that is my workout done. And I do think that's a really, really good workout. And then I like to do weights as well. And I'll do weights for like once a week, focusing on the booty, trying to get my booty popping, even though it's literally flat as a pancake, but we got to try, we got to do something. And then I always like to stretch after my workout. That's like a non-negotiable. And then I'll also do Pilates like twice a week. And I love doing Pilates at home. You do not need a fancy schmancy membership somewhere to do Pilates. You can just do it at home. I love like putting on a YouTube video and just like doing it at home. But then I'll also go do our former class, which are so fun. And I need to find one that I really, really like because I've tried some that I don't know. I don't know how to feel about, but I'll keep looking. But it's all about knowing your body because I did used to do a lot of weights and I just felt so like bloated at all times. I didn't feel like myself. I didn't like the way my body looked. And that's why I stopped doing it a lot. And now I just kind of do it like once a week whenever I feel like it. And then I've seen a lot better results that way. And when I really used to push myself to work out super, super hard all the time, my body did not respond well to it at all. I felt like I was always inflamed and bloated and I didn't feel like myself. So it's all about knowing your body because I know some other girls, they work out every single day and their body looks amazing. It's all about trying everything out, see how you feel, and then just doing what's best for you. Any advice for studying? Oh my God, I have not studied for like school or something like that in a long time. And I bet it's like so hard now with TikTok, like impossible. Just because your attention span is so short, like I'd just be scrolling all the time. It must be so hard. So definitely my number one advice is putting your phone away, literally locking it in a box just so you can't get on your phone. And another tip that really, really helped me when I was studying is create a schedule for yourself and give yourself like specific times that you want to study and exactly what you're studying at that specific time. So for example, like one to two, you're going to study biology and then two to four, you're going to do maths like and stick to those times. Once you have everything planned out, it's going to be so much easier to study because you have those like set times that you need to accomplish everything during those two hours. So you're going to be working super, super hard trying to get it done. I swear, try it out and I'm sure it will help you. How do you deal with haters? I think I've also answered this question before, but I've never left a negative comment on someone's photo or video or anything. If someone's doing that, they must not be in the best headspace. Something's going on that's bothering them. So the best thing to do is just like wish them well, pray for them, pray if they find happiness and peace. Because at the end of the day, we're all human. We're all connected. Send them love. They don't dislike you. They dislike their perception of you, which is a reflection of their lived experiences. You just got to become comfortable with being perceived. That's all it is. What is quality time for you? Wow, these are all amazing questions. And I'm assuming you mean quality time spending it with your partner. Quality time in my eyes is spending time with your partner. And after that, you feel more connected to them. You feel closer to them. You feel like you know them better. And for me, it's like walking on the beach and just like talking about life. It's having a date night. It's cooking at home and watching our favorite movie together. Naps, naps together. Anything that makes you feel good, that gives you those butterflies in your stomach, that you just feel a lot closer to your person. What are your biggest fears? Dark water freaks me the fuck out. I don't know what it is about it, but I'm so scared of dark water. Also seaweed. I do not fuck with seaweed. If I'm swimming and my feet touches like seaweed, I freak out. I do not like that. Like my sensory issues could never being followed as well because I'm super paranoid and I feel like I'm always like being followed. So that freaks me out a lot. A lot of things I could go on and on. Adrenaline. I'm not an adrenaline person. Like I hate anything fast. I hate anything that gives you that like adrenaline feeling like fast cars like bungee 
bungee jumping, like jumping out of airplanes, like surfing, speeding, jet ski, like doing anything that requires speed freaks me out. And I get so, so scared and I hate that. And I know it's not cool. It's so not cool to be scared of those things, but I hate anything that will put me in danger or anything that's fast. What's it like being an influencer? I've had both a nine to five and I've also done influencing. And without a doubt, a nine to five is a thousand times harder and more challenging than influencing. And anyone who tells you otherwise is lying, I think, or I don't know. I don't want to say they're lying because I don't know their experience with it. But a nine to five is definitely a lot harder. It's a little more vulnerable because you are putting yourself out there and people, you know, have negative things to say about you a lot. But if it's something that you're thinking of doing, definitely give it a shot. It is not too late. Trust me when I tell you it is not late at all. Start posting and you never know where it could take you. Just start posting once a day and I can do a whole episode giving you guys tips. If you're interested, please let me know because I think it's so interesting and not a lot of influencers talk about it. So I would love to do an episode. But with that being said, I feel like we've answered enough questions and I need to go to dinner. I'm a bit late, but I hope you're having the best day whenever, wherever you're listening to this. And I can't wait to speak to you again next week. I love you.